0: all righty let's do it welcome back to sportsmates offside report brought to you by the epl live app i'm nickel Yamino. once again i'm joined by my three panel of experts jimmy zabo al jensen and mitch ball and we weren't planning on having an episode this week during the international break but we, couldn't we had to hold back had to we had to there was too much news happening mm. in the premier league managers coming in and of course the results in the world cup qualifiers. speaking of which mm. there seems to be a bit of tension in the room you could cut it with a knife between jimmy and al al our resident englishman hasn't forgotten about the euro final and he has strolled into this po- strolled into this podcast with a new mustache and mm. a big grin after a comfortable 10 nil win the three lines they've booked their tickets to Qatar and so has Al meanwhile Italy have stumbled and will have to face the cutthroat playoff route to qualify um firstly I'll welcome you boys Al your first your first up you actually you had a birthday the other day so happy birthday happy
1: 60th Al what did you do for it
2: yeah well I went out with my old uh old pals you know, mm-hmm. went down the uh, local bingo hall, and, uh, <laughs> made some money off off the old old gits as well, which is quite nice. Well, very nicely go.
0: done. Very nice. Very good. So you must be in a pretty good mood today as well after England's big win.
2: Oh, very good. I mean, it was pretty basic, wasn't it? To be honest with you, I mean, yeah. uh, we, we talk about the opposition. No offense to San Marino, but you know, they they are the the last place. Team in the world, or something, in terms they're of they're not
1: even a country, it's ridiculous.
2: They're not really a country, no, no. but you know, you, you still got to win, you still got to score some goals, mm. Um,
1: mm.
2: which we did. And you know, we scored 15 goals, uh, by beating uh, Albania and San Marino. I
1: think it should, be, I think you should get a yellow card for not just taking your shirt off, you should get a yellow card for celebrating at all if you score against Albania and San Marino. To be honest, it was a little bit much. Harry
0: Maguire did
1: a couple of times as well. He did. That was, as Roy Keane rightly said,
2: he, it was quite embarrassing. You know, yeah. he was, you know, for you, you, you United fans, you know, he's, he's running over the pitch, doing his knee slide into the corner, and he's like, you know, all this with his ears and stuff like that. You're thinking, yeah, you, you have you scored idiot. In Albania.
3: Yeah, it is. Yeah,
2: it is a bit a bit embarrassing. But, but anyway, just want to yeah. say big shout out to Harry Kane. I know the op- we talk about the opposition, but notching seven goals in two games with two first-half hat-tricks is, is pretty uh, pretty remarkable, to be honest with you. Remarkable yeah. is a strong word.
1: I mean, he could have scored more. It is San Marino in Albania, so just settle well, on.
2: He set could have scored more, but he was brought off uh, after 60 minutes. I think Southgate was saying Wayne Rooney's family would have would have caught up because Wayne, Wayne Rooney is uh, England's top, top goal mm. scorer at the moment with uh, 53 goals, I think it is. And uh, Harry Kane, Harry Kane is um, he's got forty eight goals. Uh, he scored sixteen goals in twenty twenty one, the most by any England striker mm. in a year, which is pretty pretty good. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty happy with uh, the fact that we, we're we qualified for for the World Cup, and That's we it. don't have to play um, playoff <laughs> against uh, against uh, some other other teams in there that that didn't mm. make it, Jimmy. So uh, what happened there?
1: Oh you've just taken over as host. Okay, well to me. Look, it doesn't it's it's not all doom and gloom. It's not all doom and gloom. Okay. We're back where we were um, against uh, Sweden 4 years back, which is which is not where you want to be because you start to get flashbacks and you start to get those feelings back of being worried to miss out another world cup would just be disastrous for the Italians. But since that European victory, they haven't looked themselves at all. It uh, it hasn't been good. Hangover. It is a little bit of a hangover, but how mentally draining was that? It was very mm. mentally draining, that competition. And I think to get to those heights, you're always going to see it. Even Bonucci said, look, we've just got to go and recharge the batteries over this time. The good thing is the playoffs are in March, so at least we've got some time to uh, rejuvenate the squad. And and let's not forget, no C- Ciro Mobile, no Zagnola, no Bastoni, no Chiellini, no Florendi, no Pellegrini, no Spinazzola, no Verratti, all these and we didn't play San Marino <laughs> or Albania. So,
2: yeah, well, 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 you still got to win the games. You played that's Northern true. Ireland. That's yeah. Northern funny.
1: Ireland isn't that much better either. Uh, so they play. They play very well. And at More least they're a I country who won. plays football. It doesn't matter. Look, it, it was it was horrendous the performance. There's no doubt about that. And I think. Um, the missed penalties as well against Switzerland with Jorginho was uh, was a bit of a dark that, moment in the Italian football history, and it, it, that, it does that's the Roberto Baggio moment. It right is it's a little bit of a curse, so it's not great to see. But I don't think um,
2: Jimmy, Jimmy, you were saying that you know he never he never
1: misses. Exact a lot of people did, Alan. A lot of people did, uh, and and they said, and there was actually a, a few articles written about him how he's so cool and calm, and you can always rely on him under pressure, and he goes and does that. So everyone can miss. I mean, everyone can make mistakes. Just look at your moustache. We've got to move on, and uh, and that's all you can do, I guess. So, look, it's not all doom and gloom. There's still a chance. Rejuvenate the squad. They'll be back for March, and uh, they'll beat whoever they're playing, even if it's Portugal. There you go. You're confident. I yes. like that.
0: Thank you. We need confidence. Mitch, you've been quiet over there in your corner. Firstly, welcome. And what's your background? Who do you support uh, after Australia when it comes to the European teams?
3: Well, if we're going to go heritage, unfortunately, it's another team in a playoff. Um, I've got a bit of Portuguese in me way back, oh. so ah, oh,
0: oh, so that's where the brunette and the olive skin comes from. That,
3: that's the one. That's the one. The rest of my family are very pale and you know blonde hair, blue eyes. So, no, I'm a bit of a throwback to the Portuguese. So, unfortunately, we're in, there in a playoff position. And you know, if Ronaldo had his way; his goal wouldn't had been scrubbed off uh, against, I believe it was Serbia. I think it was to go four three up. And I tell you what, where was VAR because that looked over the line. Um, yeah, that's that's as close as it gets to I, I honestly don't know why it didn't go up there. I mean, he copped a yellow for it, but, you but know, no, his, it's a real, not, he, he's
0: heroic. It's not video assistant referee. It's That would be goal-line technology. Don't they have goal-line technology? Well,
3: it's on the watch, but I don't yeah. know how it didn't go off or how would, there was no... Every replay I've seen looked like it was... I mean, to be honest with you, I could, I could care less if Portugal go through. I'd rather him be rested and actually turn up for United because we need some results. But, look, it's... I've not seen a replay that showed me that it, the whole ball
1: didn't cross the line. To be honest, mm. I'm actually I'm surprised you saw that, Mitch. Because can you tell us how many minutes of football you actually watched over the last couple of days?
3: Um, it would be it, a big fat zero. Yeah, it
1: was zero. Hasn't watched it. Doesn't care. That's how much love he's got for this podcast and how much he respects it. Doesn't even watch football. Just rolls in. He's a soccer in fan now, that's it. and he's a big soccer fan. He's ready for soccer shiner China tonight. The time of recording. So. Yeah. Look, it.
3: I'll, I'll be up to alarm set for two a.m. Um, I think I'll be back asleep by two one after kickoff. That's it's pretty much where I rate the Socceroos at the moment. I mean, our best, arguably, the the player that should be playing for Australia, Lyndon Dykes, is representing Scotland.
1: That's right. You know,
3: the the Ford we need doesn't even play for Australia, which says a lot about yeah. where we are. And you know what? Not many players. If you have got the option, you'd rather go and play in Scotland, wouldn't you? At the moment, yeah. we don't sure. mention
0: his name on that podcast, by the way. I think yeah. uh, Al brought him up a couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, go on, Al. <laughs> no, I
2: was going to say I did for QPI. He plays there. Mm. Uh, but Socceroos, you know, have they got a, a, a tight group? Uh, you know, that's Saudi Arabia, isn't it? In yeah,
1: Japan. they do. They've, they've got a tight group. So they can still, I mean, they're still second, but it, it's tight with with um, Japan, Japan as same. well. Yeah. yeah, So, I mean, yeah. what a horrible game that was it, last week, to be honest.
0: And if they don't make top two, they can finish third and go through the other playoff route where they um, do a two-leg playoff game with some other uh, countries from different continents as well. So it could I mean, be surely a they're good there. enough
1: not to. I mean, they should dispatch China. I think they won 3-0, didn't they, last time they played them in September. So you'd, you'd be hopeful they can take care of China. But the the way they're playing isn't flash. Pretty boring football. Harry does a big loss, I think. The big boy in the
3: back. His brother plays for Scotland as well.
1: Mm.
3: And he's another player that, I mean, we're a Premier League podcast, so I'll go back to it. He He's another player that could be looking for a Premier League move next year. With the, with the form he's in, and that you know he's really he, that's that's the size of loss of is for Australia. He's huge. Suta, yeah, It's ACL
1: done? Mm. He's, he's he's in in doubt even for the World Cup, so not great. It's a
0: big massive loss, and going back as well. Sorry to that uh, the Portugal team and Ronaldo. Fun fact about that: uh, come heritage. next come next season, Cristiano Ronaldo might not be in the World Cup or the Champions League if United continue the way they're going as well. Just to change the, the topic, I, I missed. Out I think on it before, I think that we go.
2: That'd be quite devastating. I mean, you saw him at the end. He was he was. I think he was complaining about that goal previously, the disallowed one. Um, but at the end of the, at the end of the game today, but he was just you know, it'd be awful. It'd be terrible for world football if he wasn't at the, at the World Cup.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
2: Um, yeah, but to be honest, with you, I want to give a good shout out to Serbia. Getting through is a great achievement for them. And there's one, one player that we spoke about last week, plays for Fulham, Mitrovic, scoring the winner at the death.
0: He loves playing for his country more than he does for Fulham, doesn't
1: he? Well, I mean, going- well, most people do, Nick. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: Harry Kane does. Dude, that's a
1: big call. <laughs> Harry Kane <laughs> yeah. turns up for
3: England. Can't turn up for Tottenham. So. Harry
1: Maguire as well. My God, do something for United, please, before you celebrate. I mean, no one questioned the fact that he could play for England. He he had a good uh, a good tournament. It's the fact that he's um, not performing for United. So I mean, that's that's where the test is. God.
2: It's. Do you think it's it's a bit weird? That it's almost switching. Like back in the day, playing for England. I mean, playing for your your, your, your national side was was good, but you'll always go back to your club. I mean, for England especially, um, you know, back in the nineties, early two thousands, you know, there wasn't. It was it was such a you know, if you had your club teams, your Liverpool, your Man United, none of them really gelled together. I think we've mentioned this before as well. Yeah. But it, it's it seems like they all they all love each other. They all love to to leave the club scene and get away from it all and go go to the international. At the moment, it's great,
1: but yeah. It was never like that. Yeah, you, that's right. You had a lot of personalities that clashed when they came in to play at international level. Yeah. they didn't really gel because they were most of the time with their with their leagues. But, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, you can all love each other when you're playing bloody Albania and San Marino, but we'll see when they're, when they're tested again, Alan, because that might have been the pinnacle when they made the final and lost to Italy, even though they scored first. And what a game that was. If we can go back to that, geez, just relive that again.
2: I think Jorginho missed a penalty as well. Actually, on that one,
1: it's, um, it's, it's fine. I mean, it, Italy um, picked up the cup. Look, it, you know what? It makes the drama. It, I was it makes about. the drama. <laughs> they did <laughs> it pick
2: up the cup and away from home, in front of yeah, in front of all those fans, and they deserved it. I'm saying they deserved it for sure. Yeah, but it's it's all those games afterwards as well. You've got to you, know, you can't miss the World Cup.
1: No, hundred percent. Two
2: World Cups in a row that would be
1: devastating for Italy. If they miss. I would say that this it would be the darkest day in Italian football, in Italy's history, (laughs) including wars. No, just it would be the darkest day ever because last time when they they missed the World Cup, at least it kind of signaled a a new start because they had to get Mancini and they had to change the style of play. This time there's no excuse. Surely this would just be an absolute disaster if they did not make it, which is why I'm so confident that they will. They'll get through the playoffs, Nick.
0: In fairness, though, um, Italy haven't lost the game either. Four wins, four draws, zero losses, hmm. and I mean, it brings up the question: Is the qualification is it is it too cutthroat? It's crazy. Guys,
1: they won the European. They should automatically go through. Bang! That, that's I mean, what European I was thinking champs. today as well. I
0: think that I think the continental champions in Europe, Asia, surely South you get America, a free wherever. pass in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty strange. What no. do you boys think? I'd,
2: sorry, discreet. So I admit you're probably going to have your own. Opinion as well, but I disagree. I think they all, all teams. It's a different competition. It's a different. You no, know, it's, it's it, they, they should have to play. They have to play, play other teams. Give other 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 clubs, other clubs, other countries another chance to to play against them as well.
1: God, he's cranking
2: his old age. I am. That's it. it must be the mo.
3: <laughs> Look, I just think it's weird. You've got teams. You've got quality teams that could miss out. Like, I mean, if we're all honest here, if you have Portugal be Australia, Australia are just going to roll over and probably lose two or three nil. So what, why should Australia make it in over, mm-hmm. over a team like Portugal or, you know, Italy who could miss out again? Same story. It's, you can end up with uncompetitive games. It's just, you know, you want the best teams there in the World Cup and I understand they've got to go through these qualifications. But if Australia played San Marino, that'd probably score five or six too. And that's not impressive. It's not impressive. I mean, Al, I've got a question for you. Um, what is San Marino's biggest ever win? Biggest ever win? No yeah. idea. Have, I have won, they won? won? It would be the one game they've won, and it was 1-0. Uh, bonus point, if you guess the team, don't even bother, it was Lichtenstein, and it was back in 2014. Oh, and, classic, classic victory. Remember classic victory. Day. Take them all back. Those fans are still drunk from that night. It was just a phenomenal, you know. I have to say, though, Mitch, Mitch, San Marino, they,
2: on the way to the, I think it was World Cup in the US, England didn't make it because of San Marino. Because
1: they scored first. Did, they
2: scored first in about, what, first 30 seconds or something yeah.
3: But you still won 9-1 like <laughs> still, yeah. or waste that's or like one, a three nil loss but it's almost away.
2: because we didn't get through because of it we had to we had to win by nine or i don't i can't remember now but we we uh the, and they scored that i can remember watching it and they scored so early on and we were just came what's going on and we we didn't make it so san marino you
3: know it's a weird buggy. it's a game. weird buggy side to have because you only beat them seven one once you know, that that's a real, you know, I'd hate to have a team where, you know, oh, we're in trouble here. We only beat them 7-1 last time. It's going to be close. Like,
0: oh. <laughs> Correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong, Al, as well. The last time you guys have scored 10 goals was back in 64, the World Cup year, was it?
1: Yeah, it would have World been. With 66.
0: 20th. 66. Yeah. All right. So in the lead up to mm. the 66 World Cup. And you guys have been playing with a bit of a chip on your shoulder
1: as well. I think, I think Alan was there that day.
2: Yeah, I probably was. Probably, um, yeah, watched in the crowd. Sure, with my scarf. <laughs>
0: um, my no, I've, been, I've, I've been liking the way England have been playing, though.
1: Of course, you have, Nicholas. No, what like, I mean, everybody?
0: I mean, they had a good tournament in, in the Euros, obviously. Um, just fell short, but um, ever since then, they've blown away teams. Okay, again, again, we talk about their opposition, but it just looks like they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. Al said they're all happy
1: to be together. I don't know. They're, they're, I think they'd be one of the favourites heading into the World Cup. He wants this too, and remember before the Euros as well, Nicholas. He bought the English shirt. He threw away his <laughs> Italian heritage. Didn't care about it. Oh, stomped mate. on it. Don't, and then he, he turned that. into an Englishman as soon as there's a big tournament that comes up. He's all up and about. But we know. Look, it, it's hard to get excited. I'm Alan. How it would be hard to get excited because you've you've come so close before and failed at the last hurdle. So this is, that's what happened against Italy. Obviously, can you get excited about this these tournaments in the World Cup? As you can.
2: It's the World Cup. It's the best, best, the pinnacle of a of uh, footballing life, isn't it? The World mm-hmm. Cup. Um, I yeah, I mean, we we got to the semi-finals, the last one, uh, quite lucky, uh, but it was good, good run. And we, you know, it, this this could be our year next. Well, next year could be our year, but it, it's it's. I just love watching it anyway. You know, yeah. it's, it's always you always got to be up for up for watching it. Um and yeah, the England team at the moment are looking good. Um. But we'll have to see. There are some top teams, and I, what, how many teams this year as well? Thirty is going to be thirty-two. Is a bit more than the normal, is it? Is that thirty-two is normal? Thirty-two I is 32's 32's normal. Is yeah. the Euro we yep. had extra teams? Around. Yeah,
1: that's right. Euros had extra. You're on my age again. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We know past sixty, the memory starts to fade. That's fine. But what about
2: the World Cup? We're talking about six weeks. Mm. The Premier League and the Championship and all the other
1: um, European leagues, they're all going to stop for six Well, weeks. this is why it should never have been there. We know this. What a disgrace. What a scandal that it's actually there. And because it's so bloody hot there, you have to do it in winter. An yeah. absolute disgrace mm-hmm. FIFA is. Mm. And I think it came out the
0: other week as well that the Premier League will resume and probably the other leagues as well will resume two weeks after the World Cup wraps up. So mm-hmm. not a lot of time uh, for the players to regroup and, you know, get back into it, get back into the thick of the premier league and mm. uh, their domestic competitions, but it, yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? To see how this all unfolds, how many injuries are they going to get? You know, that's true. Well, how often do they play in the world cup? It's every three days, the group stages.
1: Yep. About yeah. That.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really interested to see how this is going to work. I th- yeah it looks like it's going to be a bit of a disaster it's, it's going to be messy but anyway we'll we'll wait and see see what happens um but yeah that's probably enough about the uh the world cup qualifiers back into we're back into the premier league this weekend and villa's going to have a new coach steven mm-hmm. Gerrard. we said it last week um he's the man uh he's in dished rangers Boys, what are, what are we thinking about this? Is is this a
1: good recruit for for Aston Villa? You're very excited about this, Nicholas. And what, what we said to see him in. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, I guess so. It's good to see him back. And I mean, he's entered. The thing I like about him though is the fact that he wanted to go and start from scratch. So he went and did some stuff with the youth team. He wanted to go away from the cameras and just do his own his own thing to develop his skills. Time on the pitch with the younger boys. Then he gets the job at Rangers. Wins in the title. He goes undefeated last season. Um, 193 matches he was there, 64% winning record, which is good when you're rebuilding a team. And and then mm. what he did last season was fantastic. I mean, he loves the challenge. So, yeah, good on him. I don't think Dean Smith should have left. We talked about that. But still, good on him. Uh, we'll, we'll see what he can do. But, again, there is that cautiousness because we know that, you know, great players don't always make great, great managers. And sometimes they get a job just because of their name. So, I hope he does well. But, uh, you know, I'm not getting too excited about this, Nick. Mate, I think um, I think he's done his
0: apprenticeship. He's succeeded at his apprenticeship. You know, you talk about his name, but you know he's he's done everything he can. He won a title in his first season at Rangers. That has to count for something, doesn't it? And it's not like he's going from um, from Rangers straight to Liverpool. Um, I'd be a bit worried about that. Uh, It's a it's a so you're just calling
1: Aston Villa not 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 a good club?
0: Well, no. They're not they, a Champions League they, club. They are. A still, <laughs> they're they're, they're, they're one, a massive club. They won they're European great
1: club. T- a title in the past. They've got. They have. A heritage, they're a massive club. History. They're a great just, club.
0: In terms of size, Liverpool are obviously bigger, and so are the oh. other top six teams. But <laughs> you guys are laughing. It's oh, true. A, was I was
1: just counting down as a record, you went two minutes forty seconds without mentioning Liverpool. So well done.
2: <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's a great, great uh, appointment, and it's a very different situation. And Nick, you, you point out. You, Pointed about Gerard as well, saying that you know if it was another t- another player, ex-player Lampard, Frank Lampard, yeah, run into uh, you know in the deep end at Chelsea. Uh, yep. You know, we we're saying about he's he didn't really have time and he needed more time at Derby or another team. To be honest with you, mm. um, so yeah, I think Gerard been at Rangers, has taken them. He's what he's won something as well. So yeah, it's a great great appointment. Um, mm. Although last week I was saying that you know. The Scottish Premier League is is a farmers' league.
3: It's a farmers' league, um, and
0: <laughs> still um, got to win. Still got to win.
3: You've still got to win, but I think it's I think I reckon it's early for Gerard, to be honest. And I reckon Villa's the right sort of club to be at, but it's early. And you look at how quickly Villa got rid of Dean Smith, and we all said that he didn't deserve, like he shouldn't have been yeah. pushed out the door. How much time is Gerard actually going to be given? You know, are they actually going to let him try and build something again? And, and you know, we all agreed that there there was that one hundred and ten million dollar piece missing. Is he actually going to be given time to build that? Or is yeah, well, they, are they going to expect results straight away? Because if they are, I don't think they'll come.
1: They probably are. They probably are expecting results straight away because they've got that high expectation from last season.
3: Hmm.
1: But, look, but, you know, like we said, the players they've got in haven't performed. They've lost their best player. I don't know if he'll get that much time. And because he comes with this excitement of he's playing attractive football over there, that's great. But you're going to try and play that same football. You might cop a few goals and then he's going to revert back to be defensive. A few results don't go his way, bang, see you later.
3: Yeah. And you look at the teams, the teams that, you know, try and play that exciting football, they cop five or six goals. It's, you know, unless you do really, really well, you're going to cop it. Like we're looking at Brentford now starting to cop goals, you know, United try and defend and cop goals. It's, it's not the league where you can get away with, you know, if you're sloppy in defense, you can't get away with that. And Villa have been, and you know, he's got to turn, he's got a lot to turn around real quick. Um, and, you know, if, if I could be in anyone's position right now, I'd probably still want the Norwich job, to be honest. I reckon Dean Smith's in a good position, but you know, I think that Gerard's got a lot to do in a very short amount of time to prove himself. And, you know, the pressure's going to be on. If he can pull this off, you know, Nick, I know you're hoping he comes to Liverpool in, you know, a couple of years when Klopp leaves. So if he pulls it off, he'll be in the box seat. But, you know, I think there's a lot to do in a short amount of time. And it it could be, you know, and arguably Villa's a great place to start it. But at this current time, it could be could be nasty.
0: Yeah. It, it's no doubt a different League. Obviously, he's going to have to change his style. He's not going to be able to play as attacking, as open as he was at Rangers. Um, but I, I think we we'll would be naive to say that he doesn't know that. I mean, he was captain and a leader of Liverpool for almost two decades. No, but he's been in the league. You getting he's, this he's, up? <laughs> <laughs> he's been in the league. Um and it, I mean, it wasn't that long ago when he left, so he, I think he understands the assignment. Um, he, he'll he'll obviously have a pe- plan. He wouldn't come here. Uh, he wouldn't come back to the Premier League without one. So um, it'll be interesting to see. And like as you said, Mitch, if he uh, if he succeeds, he'll be um, next in line after Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool. But if he fails, I'd rather him fail at Aston Villa than at the Reds. So <laughs> um, yeah. No, I don't think from a Liverpool's perspective. Anyway, I don't think we can lose from this situation, so it's good to see him back. Nick, back to Nick,
2: I think you've nailed it on the head there. I mean, I think it's Mitch. You were saying the other day about Eddie Howe being young. You know, um, he's, he's he knows the name, he knows the game. He knows he knows the league inside and out. You know, Dean Smith was he was a great manager as well, uh, but still, I think Gerard, because he's been he's you know he's got the respect. From those players, so I think he'll do do a good job.
0: Mm. And just on the topic of uh, Dean Smith, he was the other one to. Um, he, I mean, he got a job straight away at Norwich. His mum hired him. Is it is is it his mum or his auntie? It's his mum, Delia. Belia. Yeah, Delia Smith. I think it's. I think um, they're related somehow. <laughs> Are they? I thought I was hoping you would know Al. <laughs> in true in true Norwich fashion, they've kept it in the family. But uh,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: um, it's quite a bit, quite a popular name over there, isn't it? So um I'm not sure about that, but
1: oh, oh, I'm I'm
0: I'm googling it as we speak. I, <laughs> I just I saw it online, so I thought
3: it was. Um, <laughs> oh well, it was a thing. Trust, trust everything if you read online. Facebook, then just... It has
1: to be true. Well, well is that's it. it. He wasn't, um, they weren't, he wasn't even the first choice. Their first choice was obviously Frankie Lampard. They actually flew over there to Dubai and, and tried to convince him to come. And then apparently from that meeting, it was kind of like, yeah, we'll let you know. We'll be back in contact when you get back. Then Frankie called and goes, nah, sorry, mate. Don't want to be considered. So then they went and talked to Dean Smith. And that was just before he went over to New York to uh, spend some time with his family and relax a little bit. Um, and then decided, hey, mate, you got the job, two and a half years. Um, and it's the third quickest ever turnaround, eight days he's been without a job, <laughs> eight days, third quickest. Now, you remember this, Alan, uh, 1994, I think you're in your 40s. Brian Little, 1994, seven days only turnaround. George Graham, 1998, seven days. But this is the third quickest turnaround. Imagine that, without a job for eight days, and he's, and he's gone and got a good one, where he should be, because we we all agreed he should never have been sacked. So. I think it's nice. I'm
2: going to say it's going to be a tough, tough
1: gig there as well. It's tough, isn't it? Norwich. They've only scored five goals, haven't
2: they? That's it. I mean, they've (laughs) they've won their one game, one game as well as we we spoke about last week. Yeah. So it's going to be tough.
3: Oh, but I think I think that's why I think Dean Smith's taken it, knowing he's probably going to be you know in the bottom half. or he's going to be relegated this year, and then has the opportunity to build up with this Norwich team and and you know fight the championship next year and be back up in the Prem in two years' time. I think. You know he's not going there thinking he can get them out of this relegation battle. I mean I'm sure that's what he said Oof, in the interview to his wow, mum with that bloody attitude. But um, you know I'm sure that he is. Fully I, did, mad. I, I
0: did a fact check. They're not. They're not related. <laughs> there it is.
3: Shocked. <laughs> shocked. He's still going. <laughs> <out>. I'm Absolutely <laughs>
2: shocked. <laughs> he won't be so, cooking something yeah. something good for them and the team then each week
1: <laughs> i can't believe that someone with the same surname smith is not related that is yeah. I, I saw
0: it <laughs> online that someone said they were related anyway go on mitch I'm sorry to interrupt well, look
3: now that now that you know i know his mum didn't hire him I'm, I'm less sure about how the meeting went but look no i i think that you know he's not going there under false pretenses and he's not he, there's no way he, in the interview he's told norwich that you know i'm going to get you out he would have just said look this is what i'm going to do and they'll build for the future. And they've got some good young players there. You know, Billy Gilmore hasn't played really that much. Um, I
1: told you we didn't get along with um, no. and I, he's not the and, only and player that didn't Todd get along. Todd Cantwell as well.
3: That's the one I was going to go to next. And so I asked
1: you what? last week, I thought you were the gossip man. And Mate. you're like, oh, I haven't heard anything. I said, oh, there was friction there.
3: Yeah, you were right. I should have I listened to You should have. But that's that's right. We learn. We learn. But look, those, those are two players that will get, no doubt, a lot more opportunity under Dean Smith and can build. And again, you know, I think it's a good opportunity to be, you know, he knows that. He, I think he knows that they're going to go down. So it's building for next year, making sure their championship ready to go straight out and continue. They'll still be, I think they'll have better performances now, especially if Cantwell on the team, He, can, the, the kid can play. So, you know, and even he took to social media just the other day and thanked the manager, even though they didn't see eye to eye.
1: Yeah, he used I, those words as well. He said, "Thank exactly. you for the, the, the first bloke who gave me an opportunity," but then he said, "We didn't always see eye to eye." And and, and Mitch messaged me straight away, Jimmy. You were right, mate. There was <laughs> something
3: going on there? So I think we'll see happier players at Norwich and you know better results. But they're, they're, they're championship bound. I you know to get if he gets them out of this, he deserves. Uh, you know he's top in line for you know the Liverpool job. If he can get them out <laughs> of this situation, the man can go to Barca and fix that. Like there's nothing. True, there's nothing the man can do. So.
0: I, I like the appointment, to be honest. I, I don't know why they'd be chasing Lampard. Um, again, not proven. Hasn't been proven in a relegation battle. Didn't even bring Derby up. How long did he even spend at Derby? Was it was it a full season or half a season? Or I know he was assistant manager there for a bit, but they never came up. Um, Dean Smith has done it with Aston Villa. He brought them up. They succeeded in the Premier League. They've become, you know, um, oh, they're somewhat of an established Premier League side now. So, Yeah, I think it's a good appointment for Norwich. That's someone they need, someone proven. Um, So I think it's a blessing in disguise that, you know, Lampard pulled out of the race. And I think he knew it. He didn't want to be a part of the relegation battle. So, yeah, I think it's a good get. It's a good get for Norwich. Good timing for Aston Villa to get rid of him. And, yeah, he seems like the right man to to, uh, take them forward. But um, on that note, anyway, I think we should uh, move on to something a little more local. Mm-hmm. And that is the A-League. It is kicking oh, off this week, yes. Friday night. Very exciting. Jimmy's favourite league. Oh, I love after it. This, after the Serie A, I should of course.
1: say. Um, it goes yeah. Serie A, A-League, Scottish Prem, EPL. <laughs> <laughs> love it.
0: <laughs> All of which are <laughs> farmers'
1: leagues as well,
0: besides the Premier League. <laughs> Very true. So, yeah. were you going to ask, do you want to ask me about the A-League? Because you don't watch it. Well, I mean, I I do watch it, but I, I'd consider yourself an expert. An expert uh, more, that's more that's so, right. so than me. And same with so. Mitch, I think. Um, Mitch watches I'm it watched... closely.
3: Very yeah. closely. That's it. then I watch so... international over the weekend anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think what what we should do is at least go around the table and give our predictions for the season ahead. Champions... Can I can
3: I can I
1: can I do this, Nick? I'll be very yeah, quick yeah. just go because obviously it. yesterday on the app, the A League Live app, I I do a pun per team. So I did one for there each team of the elite club. So it mm-hmm. kind of, it, it kind of basically explains what to expect for the season. Or when you look at that team coming in, it's the first thing that pops to your head. So I can read them out if you want and give us an idea of what we're trying to expect.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll okay. I'd
1: love that. Go All for right, it. No worries. So Adelaide United need more than good wins for eleven wins. 11 wins last season they got Adelaide, and you Nimitz know, loves that one. Craig Goodwin like is their only hope. I don't think he does enough to get them over the line, so they won't be making finals. Brisbane Raw, Orange is the new hack. The Orange boys, they're all, they've lost Jamie Young. I don't think they've got enough good players, to be honest. And Warren Moon, um, the coach, he did really well last year, but I don't think he can pull some magic out this season to do anything with them. Central Coast Mariners, no more Stagic electricity. Alan Stagic is gone. And he was the reason. And so it was the three best players, to be honest. They're all gone. So I, don't, I think it was the only reason they were competitive. They did really well, but they won't do it again this season. Been very negative so far in this in this uh, little pun <laughs> thing. Um, MacArthur FC, what did I write? Anti-inflammatory. So Ante milicic his, uh, his team is very trimmed down. So there's no Mark Milligan, no Adam Federici, um, but no he's hope. also bloated them a little bit. So he's bloated the guts with Craig Noon, Daniel De Silva, and uh, De Villa. So I'm not sure. I think the losses are big. Obviously, there was something going on behind the scenes there because Milligan, he retired, but then he was supposed to stay on as a coach. And he says, Nut, piss off. I'm gone. He just left. So there's something going on behind the scenes. But there's some three good stars that come in there. So the Bulls in their second season, look out for them. I think they'll be all right. Melbourne City, big city life. And this is their time now. They finally won the championship. So we're going to see what they can do being at the top. Um, so it's obviously going to be more pressure. Um, the supporters are going to put more pressure on because they're expecting, with the squad that they've got, they should be able to be competitive again. And I think they will be. Let's see how they deal with that, uh, that title of being champions. I, I think they'll do well, to be honest. Melbourne victory. Melbourne, just give us a bloody victory. That is what we're looking for here. Because my God, last season was horrific. Absolutely <laughs> like terrible. One. Um, Newcastle Jets, Jets lag. Uh, they won't be competitive. No, don't worry about that's it. That's yep. it. Um, that's enough. Perth Glory, pluck up the Sturridge instead of Courage. That's obviously a saying. Pluck up the Courage. We'll pluck up the Sturridge because we want him to stick around for longer than just a, a couple of weeks for a holiday. So hopefully the Perth Glory can perform. I'd like to see them do well so we can keep Sturridge here because we've got to grow the A-League. Come on, boys. I know Al hates it, but come on. We've got to get behind the boys. Uh, Sydney FC. Sky Dive Blues, um, they were the benchmark, but they're they're getting older. Thirty, you know, we know this. Their age, they're all over thirty. They're fading away. Steve Corrick has done a good job, but I don't think they'll be up the top. I think they're going to slowly decline. So look for about third to fifth place for Sydney FC. Wellington is Unwellington Phoenix. Um, they are unwell. They can't train at their home base in New Zealand. They've been over here because of COVID. And it's too bad there's no vaccine for homesickness because I think that's what they're going to have. Um, They're away from their family too much. They've lost some players. I don't think they'll be doing much at all. Uh, Western Sydney Wanderers, all's well that ends Welsh. Carl Robinson, he's from Wales. He has to start well, otherwise he's going to get the sack. Has to start well. Uh, Last one here, Western United. uh, Here's Aloisi for a place in the FFA Cup maybe. I think because I don't think they're good enough to win the title, but they they'd had a win on the weekend. Um and I think they'll go far in the FFA Cup because there's enough quality there to be competitive. So that's all you need love to know. That, really. Jimmy, love Thank
0: your you. work. That was that was very ponderful. Um Thank you. yeah. So on that note, uh <laughs> who who would you say are the favourites for the championship then?
1: I think it's Melbourne City. Uh, they won it again. last season. Yep. It, their list looks really solid, to be honest. Again, they've had a good preseason. Um, they look good. So if they can if they could deal with the pressure, I think they're good enough to win it again.
3: Mm. There you go. Do you agree, Mitch? It's hard to argue. I mean, City's front three is Australia's front three, the Socceroos. Yep. So it's, you know, there's a lot of firepower there. And, you know, it's not like there's any, you know, A-League teams wandering around with the Australia back four or, you know, better countries back four. So you know, I mean, Jamie McLaren, I think, scored 26 goals last year. Like, I can't see him slowing down. Mm. Um, and, I, uh, you know, City proved that they've got young players coming through. Tilio was impressive last year. Um, oh, I'm not going to pronounce the name right, so I'm not going to go there. The young kid, <laughs> Stefan, the uh, Melbourne Heart youngster um, that, you know, supported them when he was young and now he's playing for City's first team. And, you know, actually a guy that played at my soccer club is now signed for the NPL senior team down there. So I'm hoping he gets to run uh, young Ethan Goulding at some stage during the year, so... Look, the city. I can't see anyone stopping them. They're just that. They're just going to ride this wave for the next couple of years. They've got good youth. They've got you know experience, and can't see it changing.
0: Yeah, no, it's hard to hard to disagree with that. I'm, I'm still holding hope out for Melbourne
1: victory. Oh, uh, Melbourne being Beach, a victory maybe fan. Chris Economides is going to change their fortunes and Popovich, new coach, Popovich. new life.
0: That's what I'm, yeah, instilling my hope into is Popovich. He's uh, one of the best, I think. After Ange Postacoglu, I think Popovich is the best coach,
1: uh, best coach in Australia. You were calling for him to be soccerist coach. You really like, yeah. Bef- Why do you before, before, like him so much?
0: Um, before Graham Arnold, well, I'm, mate, he took uh, Western Sydney too. Um, an Asian Champions League trophy, which I don't think will ever be repeated ever again. So, uh, yeah, I think that counts for something. He's a quality coach. I think he's. Sh- I'm not a fan of Graham Arnold, in all seriousness, as a soccer coach. Um, I think uh, it's only a matter of time,
1: really, before Popovich takes over. In my uh, personal opinion, he's a harsh man too, Popper. and that's why he didn't work well in Greece because he he really trained them really really hard, and he started some Aussie players. And and the Greek players over there in that team, they didn't like the hard training and how hard he was, and they didn't like that they did that he played Australian players ahead of the, the Greek players. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how this group works with that. I mean, I hope it's good. I hope he comes in and sets them straight. But you just you're just hoping that that kind of um, you know we talked about last week, Al, that that old school type of coaching, not every player relates to it or, or works well under it. So I don't know. I, I hope they do well. I love the victory. Mm. But yeah, Alan, who are you tipping? This A League season. Oh yeah! I'm, a, I'm
2: as you as you guys know, I'm a massive, massive A League. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I watch it every day. I've got a membership at uh, Macarthur, so I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna go for them.
0: So. <laughs> so, so you should, mate. Living in Australia, you should be a Socceroos fan and an A League fan.
2: Well, no, absolutely. I've been to a few games. You know watch watched a couple. Um, talking about ex-coaches and uh, ex-players. And coach is probably now. What about Robbie Fowler? He's not around anymore, is he? Mm. To him at Brisbane Roy, he's,
1: he's yeah, gone. Peered. Warren wasn't Moon good took enough. over. Warren well, Moon took over and did well.
2: Yeah. Wasn't yeah. good enough, right? Not not good
1: enough. I think, yeah, know, just his background, it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't great. He didn't have much experience playing or coaching. So, you know, just get rid of him. Playing. <laughs> <laughs> coaching though, it's another one. Oh, coaching's yeah, different. You... That, that's what I mean. Hey, playing doesn't it doesn't always make you a great coach if you're a great player.
0: That's it. That was my point. You know, so um,
2: he didn't last long here. So, uh,
1: well, we'll oh, to- I mean, there was a
0: reason he was here in the first place and not coaching in England.
1: So I think that's worth mentioning as well. <laughs> Are you going to watch this week? though? But hey, Everyone download A-League Live, by the way. <laughs> Because it is huge. But if everyone's you, you, we've got to at least start and try and follow the league from the start. Now, look, I'm a massive fan. You know that. Alan hates it. But just try and watch the games and get involved in them. Because I know he thinks that the quality is not great. But it is it is improving. Okay? you got to believe. And we've got to support it. If, if we want it to get to a level, we have to support it.
2: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think with Daniel Sturridge coming in, you know, Perth mm. Glory, that will be pretty good. Yep. Um, Hold them boot, mate. Golden boot. Well, I've got him down for the golden boot, but I've got Perth glory as the wooden spoon as
0: well. So, um,
3: (laughs) you're really thinking Starach is just here for a holiday and going to leave. It's they'll score
0: 20 goals for the season, but it'll
3: it'll all be Starach. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? Um, well, I reckon, I reckon Golden Boot for me is going to be Chris McConameters. I reckon he'll like the uh, the Melbourne lifestyle and uh, he'll do well under Popovich. And he's been over to Lazio, so he knows uh, what's expected of him. Um, in terms of like strong, fierce coaches and good regime, so I think he's going to win the Golden Boot. Um, yeah, City will be champs, and for the wooden spoon, you know what? It's uh, unfortunately probably going to be Central Coast Mariners. I think they're going to dip straight down once again. Well, that's the thing. Mm. That's
2: dip straight down. Where there's no relegation. That's that's why I that, think it's that's it. They need, they needs need to, to be
1: promotion relegation. Yeah. They do.
2: They do, and then then it'll get a bit, you know, a little bit more exciting. Last year, no, was it the victory? Didn't get a game, didn't get a win. Sorry.
1: Yeah, the victory. Um, the, the victory finished last. Um, wooden spoon is just this shocking. Um, exactly. So but there's nowhere to go. Like there's no at the end of the season, you're looking at it and going, well, why do they have to win anyway? Because they're not going to be relegated, so there's no actually no point. Well, we yeah. saw
3: one of the stronger MPL teams play against Melbourne City on Friday night, and that was a 3 0 win. You know, South City will be that pretty comfortable, Melbourne. And, you know, um, Melbourne City will play Hume in the next round of the FFA Cup. And, you know, Hume are another strong team. They've, they've done really well. But talking about League coaches um, in Australia, going to the game in Australia, you've got an ex uh, MPL coach in Arthur Pappas, who is now the head coach at finally. Newcastle Jets. He finally gets his chance. Yeah. And, well, not only has he done that, but he's bringing through MPL talent. So he's signed Michael Weir, um, who was a young keeper from Hume, um, as part of the goalkeeping, you know. Well, the three goalkeepers at the Jets. So there's kids getting a chance through him, which is which is exciting. But again, you know, is he going to get the opportunity and the chances? Because besides that, I don't know many players that Newcastle Jets have signed, and they're actually my tip for the wooden spoon.
1: Um, yeah, well, they don't look like they're getting much better. But I'm, uh, it's no. good to see him get a chance. Yeah, I mean, he, he worked under Postacoglu and. And he's had some good experience. So yeah, that's great. But that's what happens. Like even when um you know the Bentley Greens coach went to um Western United and he brought he had he brought in the MPL players. So that's what you need. And people have actually believe in them. There's no point bringing over 35, 36 year old guys from England who are wash, you know, washed up and go, Yeah, here you go, have a game. Get the youth coming in and growing them. Mm. You know, I d I I don't I I hate it when you waste waste signings on these these has beens
3: Yeah, and it's It's just the a-league needs to you know that they've got to stop the visa or not stop because it's exciting seeing players like starch come over but you know limit the visa players and if you're going to do it make them quality um but have a youth policy i mean in china i think with their leagues they've got to have a home the every team has to have the goalkeeper has to be a homegrown player yeah because that's where they realize they struggle on a national level You know what australia don't score mclaren scoring goals but you know Mm -hmm. we struggle in in certain positions you know what you've got to have you know Four homegrown centre-backs or, you know, two homegrown forwards or, you know, little things like that to grow the game, you know, and it might come a bit of an expense for a year or two, but as a national team, it'll improve in the coming years. And that's what it's got to be about. And, you know, we can argue about the second division for ages and South Melbourne will love the conversation, but it's got to be there at some level because the players have to come from somewhere. You know, it's not going to have the money behind it for a while to be like as competitive as England. But, you know, if they set up the proper infrastructure and do it properly... You know, some youth will come through and, and kids will come through, and that's when Australia can be competitive on a national, you know, stage. But till that moment, the second division is not going to happen. Till that moment, you know, there's arguably got to be some more money coming from somewhere um, and some better, yes, yeah, st- the structure is the key.
2: I was going to say a bit of money coming in, in into the pot, but you know, you'll be coaching there one day as well, won't <laughs> you, Mitch? The gaffer. Um, but going back to the marquee players, you still need a couple of marquee players. I think, Jimmy, you're just, you know, a bit gutted that Del Piero didn't. Didn't really do anything. He actually,
1: he, did, <laughs> he actually did a lot. He was actually a good performer <laughs> for Sydney. He to Be honest, Del Piero
3: done... is my favourite marquee signing. Has yeah, to be. In the A League. Don't you forget it, Alan. He was class. He was.
2: Class. He was he absolute class. Yeah. Who's so, the other Italian that turned? I think I went to,
1: went to the game. Diamanti.
2: No, not Diamanti. Uh, there's another one. He was there for about a
3: week, two weeks.
0: Ooh, for a week, two. That's testing my memory. Yeah.
3: Uh, do we know the club? Do we get a clue? Melbourne uh, City,
0: <laughs> Melbourne City, Italian. Um, are you sure he was Italian?
3: I know City have just signed an Italian, or from the Serie A as well. But yeah, to be
2: fair, I can't remember who it was. I was, I was well, thanks, thanks know. for
3: bringing it up. That was. <laughs> this could uh, be another Dean Smith's mum hiring <laughs> again. This could, this could be... No, no, it's not as bad as that for sure. Nah, Speaking no, of
0: signings, I've actually got yeah. victory as my favourites uh, for my oh, that's for right. the title. Yeah, give us yours. Give us yeah, yours. no, I've got victory. I, I've victory really for liked the title. I've really liked who they've brought in. Um, Jerry at the back, he's got uh, experience in the A-League. He's won a title with victory. Jason Davidson as well. from the. Pre- uh, he's played in the Premier League for West Brom. Economides we've met, mentioned. Brillante as well, another experienced body. I really like them. And uh, Mitch as well, you mentioned... Um, goalkeepers uh, in China, uh, they don't waste a visa spot on him. That's probably the one fault they'll have on Victory spending this summer. They've wasted a visa spot on an international. I think Australia have a lot of quality goalkeepers and um, that's probably the spot. That's it. Yeah, he's quality. Um, He's surely next in line for a Socceroos gig. But yeah, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Victory and Popovich so far in the offseason. And Player of the year, I'd probably say Kotomitis. Golden Boot, I've already said Daniel Sturridge, and yeah, I think the Jets will finish dead last on the Ooh. ladder.
1: Can't wait. Is that make sure you all? download the? Oh, I, I mean,
3: I'll jump, I'll jump in. in with my player of the uh, year, I reckon yeah. it's. Gonna, I reckon City are just going to dominate everything, to be honest. And the player of the year will be a midfielder um, and a young Australian who has Premier League experience, um, Aiden yeah, O'Neill.
1: Just, oh, I know.
3: O'Neill, he's a, uh, yeah, I love, I saw him play over in England um, a bit and he's a player that, you know, he can play. He's a box-to-box midfielder. He can set them up and he can hit from long range. So now he's got, you know, the, the front three that he's got to hit it through to now is just going to be, you know, he was there last year, obviously, but just sort of settling in, had an injury as well. Now he's had that time with them. I think he'll, you know, I think he'll star and he's coming really into, you know, really into his groove now. He's I think he's twenty twenty one 21 or 22 now. So you know, he's starting to hit his straps, and I think you want to get back to England. You know, he chose to come over here on loan uh, to Brisbane at first, and then you know, end up signing for City. I think it's part of a larger plan for himself to be a part of City Group to try and open the door to get back over to England. I don't think you know, maybe not at Man- Manchester City level, but definitely in Europe because you know he's a he's a solid player, solid, got a good engine, good work ethic. So I think he'll have a breakout year this year for City. It's a good there argument,
2: go. very good. By the way, it was uh, David Villa. Um, for Melbourne City Spanish Italian Traditional Italian Traditional
1: Italian Well no I Almost got it right You did <laughs> hey, It's close They're close He was one that failed He was Yeah. He, yeah. Well he was he there For a holiday He was, for,
2: for, holiday, four games. We was for four games and then... That's what
1: happens When players come over For holidays
3: yeah. And they don't They don't care about it Yeah so. mm. Considering Star Trek has had to do two weeks In our quarantine I feel like it's You know Not a holiday anymore and he wasn't happy about it,
0: was he?
3: I think he was more worried about getting a haircut when he came out. That's to be true. honest, but
1: oh, no, well, we'll be Jimmy can relate make to sure that. Downloads a league live. Yes, I can. What the needing <laughs> a haircut? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent.
0: No, that's all good. Uh, yeah. So as Jimmy said, download a league live. It's back this week. Follow it. Uh, follow all the action on the app, and you know what? Attend the games. Just follow the games in general. Uh, follow the league. It's going to be a big season. Um, follow the uh, download EPL live as well. There's still a lot of football to be played uh, this week, this coming weekend. Oh, heaps. Does what it- are we
1: looking forward to, boys?
0: Mm, good question, Jimmy. I'm, uh,
3: a, I'm a simple man. I'm looking forward to Eddie Howe. And oh, yeah. Newcastle v Brentford. A good opportunity to start well, get three points on the board against a team that you know been struggling to perform. He's had two weeks of them, obviously, over that international break now. So. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a fast start, hopefully, for him and, you know, hopefully a good game and we see we see it start well. I can't wait to see Watford v Man United because Man United are
1: absolutely going to thump Watford. Uh, they're playing at Watford's home, obviously, at Vicarage Road, so it'll be uh, devastating for their fans. But I've got a feeling you watch 4-0
3: United. Harry Maguire double just after his celebration. He one out.
1: and he's going to do another big celebration
3: you watch. It'll be straight it'll be directed at Roy Keane. For Roy Keane, small. straight for Roy. Yep.
2: <laughs> Got Ranieri there at Watford so he'll, he'll, I'm sure he'll
0: um he'll he's be already tr- copped a 1-5 nil defeat. Yeah, true.
2: But <laughs> well, I'm actually looking forward to I'm going to mention it Nick, Liverpool. <sighs> Liverpool Gooners, because mm. we're talking about yeah. Arsenal. Everyone was saying Arsenal, yeah, they, they look they look really good. But <laughs> they're playing a better better team. They're playing a good team this week. So let's see what happens. Oh, I hope I they hope, win, I, Alan. I hope, I hope they win. They won't. Liverpool will
0: win. 2-0, I reckon. I hope you're right. I hope you're right, because we haven't won in the last two games and we desperately need it. Uh, besides that game, I'm going to have my eyes on Stephen Gerrard's first game, Aston Villa-Brighton. So that's going to be... a It's going to be an
1: interesting one. Um, Actually, sorry, sorry for interrupt. Just before I forget, Alan, uh, Alan Nicholas, Um, Dean Smith. I'm looking forward to this game. He's playing. He's playing Southampton, and this is the first time in history ever that a coach has managed his last game against one team and then gone and managed his first game against the same team. Redemption. Southampton two weeks in a row for Dean Smith. He knows what to do against these boys. He knows what watching. doesn't work that's for sure
3: so, <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> just guys let's go and do the opposite of what we did or what I did two weeks ago it's fine it's, <laughs> exactly
0: right
2: probably lose 1-0 again right
0: <laughs> odds would be yeah <laughs> probably won't be sacked though no right, right after it he'll be a bit and more the, relaxed this the,
2: time there's one more game as well Tottenham leads right that's gonna be a massive game
1: it will be Conte, and Conte. Conte's ready mate.
2: he's ready he's already banned the old tomato sauce or ketchup and pizza and right in the canteen
0: so these guys will be scoring harry kane will come in score another seven (laughs) i hope so i've got him in my fantasy team need him to bloody do something he's been useless this year but hopefully (laughs) yes
2: he hasn't scored a goal has he
0: just one yeah just just one i think maybe an assist or something in there too yeah he hasn't done much and i've played paid premium dollar for him too so yeah, that'll be a good game, definitely. Um, and yes, you can follow all that in EPR Live and we'll be back here again next week, same time uh, recapping all the action from the weekend. So until then, enjoy the football.